I've had a lot of downers. <laughs> but I've had more uppers. Now come over here and sit on my face after you do a couple fuerte turns. From the smallest room in New York City. Come on now. I'm so a bad. victim. Comes a show that gives you a reason to live. It's not so bad. I mean, like, because uh, I never did stand up there, like, uh, except I'm going back there next week for the, the fest. Oh, the Boston Comedy Festival. You're going to enter it. You're, you've accepted it. You're entered. You're yes. competing. I was in the finals last year. You were. Yes, I was the only chick. It was me okay. and a bunch of guys. Okay. And uh, they can still get away with that shit in Boston. They yes, they can. Two white guys won it. <laughs> they split the Perfect. pot. Perfect. <laughs> so uh, they were, I were wanted they to the be funniest? the first chick to. I don't know. I, I didn't get to see anybody else's set. So self-absorbed. You're under the stage, and it was like a beehive. Oh, that sounds terrible. And everybody had to take numbers, and I was the one to draw the final spot. You got the final spot. I got the final so spot. So you got to stay down there the longest. Yes. And come shooting and out like here, a bat out of hell. Oh my God. I have never, by the time I got up there, I had changed my shirt three times. Wow. That's fun for the other people in the hive. <laughs> Especially the guys. I'm like, hold, hold this. No hold my modesty. beer. I got to change my shirt. <laughs> no modesty in the theater. No, no. no especially not among comics. Oh what a bunch God. of dirtbags we are. And everybody was down there with their pads of paper, and nobody was oh, and nobody was talking. I was it's like, this annoying. is insane. Did we, I, I would think that they would all be looking at their phones at this point. They had their pads. That's so old school. Oh, yeah. It's almost heartbreaking. I know. Print is dead. Print is dead. Uh, but not here, it isn't, because we have several newspapers. Yes, we do. <laughs> I buy them, and, and then I just end up reading the shit online. But I am addicted to buying newspapers. Well, I like the art of... A book. Like, I hope that Barnes & Noble never goes out of business. Oh, really? Because I like being able to turn a page. It feels different It does. To me. It <laughs> does. They're different from, like, when you have it on an iPad and they yeah. have a fake page that you kind of at least simulate the turning of the page. Isn't yeah, that weird they do so that? Yeah, so sad. But yeah. they're like, remember when you used to read regular books? They would go like this, turn a page, And turn I bet page. you at some point somebody will go, why did they make it like this? I mean, why don't they just make it, you know, because everybody who, who knows, knows about books will be dead. Exactly. It's like watches. But at this point, we should be able to download it directly into our brain. I would like to know when that's going to happen because it would be a lot less effort, a lot less time. Well, that's why. I mean, Audible is the closest thing we get. And now because I'm Brought to you by so Audible. Much, I know. <laughs> I've done I've done work for Audible. Oh, like, uh, like what sort of work? Harlequin romance novels. You read them? Yes. Oh, my God. Characters. It's some of the funniest writing I have ever Experience. There's a part of me that's like, that should just be my stand-up. I'm going to sit on stage and read you a live Harlequin romance novel. Uh, you know what? That that would really go over big in Williamsburg. Oh, God, yeah. And other places, too. I mean, it sounds like it's, it's like it's genuinely funny. Like, it sounds like it's one of those crazy ideas, but it's actually good. It's a niche market. Maybe <laughs> it's going to be born here today. I mean, is it, like, hot? Or is it, like, what? It, it, no. Uh, no? Some of them are just ridiculous. Some of them, what kills me is I'm like, Somebody got paid for this, and the punctuation isn't even correct. Like, nobody even bothered to edit it. That's how bad the book is written. They're like, whatever, if there's a comma or a period here, who cares? Do you, is this really why you're reading it? Right. You're just um, trying to, like, uh, get uh, something to describe the image on the front. And, what it, and, and it's, like, on the front cover. Bodice rippers. Yeah. The irony <laughs> is, so I read them, but my friend poses for the covers. Wow. 
Who's your friend? We're a team. She's in L.A. now. Her name's Kate. But she would pose to be a Harlequin romance novel cover I, model. They needed people to pose for that. Yeah, I guess they the... actually use photographs? They... <laughs> no, she would have to pose with guys and do ridiculous things. And then she would see the finished product and be like, oh, she made her hair red. Like, they'll... They use her as a template, and then they just sort of adjust it. And she's framed all of her covers, which is genius. That's nice. That's good art. Well, you'd have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's like, remember when mommy posed for for trash? <laughs> How's the money <laughs> for posing for these it's poorly gotta written books? It's got to be good. I don't know. It's got to be, I don't know. I mean, yeah. To read them, I'm, I'm, it's pretty good, And too. you just have to stand in one spot for a little while, or sit while, while a guy is, like, chopping wood or something. Or... She said that there are some uncomfortable poses. Like, there was a guy, she had to straddle a guy at one point. Like, some of them are really vivid. So she was in this really awkward stool, and there was a guy who was like, Sounds like a heartbeat. It sounds like somebody's pounding on the window. That's creepy. Oh, yeah. No, it's just somebody pounding on the window. It's Is it really? Yeah, it's fine. What the I'm hell? I'm just going to ignore it. I mean, like, well, fuck them. Oh they don't God. belong there. New York. I know. It's so weird, right? I wouldn't be surprised if that was just a vampire hovering out there. Yeah, like Salem's Lot. I loved Salem's Lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's it. Thank you for getting the just reference. Just a big David, David Soul fan. <laughs> Again, niche markets. <laughs> Are my thing. <laughs> yes. I like the unlovable. Yeah. David Soul. I mean, what, what was he a he was he a priest in that? I don't he wasn't remember. a priest in that. I just either. remember that I slept with a crucifix for two weeks after I saw it because I was a kid. Yeah, I'm very I absorb. And they went for the Nosferatu type. Yeah, vintage. Yeah. Not bad. Classic. It's yeah, Bella Lugosi. Is he the one who changed all that? That made it like a I would say more Count Chocula in that era, (laughs) but um, well, I mean, that made it like the guy in the cape who's like the soggy blood, and and not like the fucking bald guy with the fucked up teeth and shit. Like, um, because that was the original, right? Evil guy in Salem's Lot. It was. Hmm. Good question. That's a real for the listeners. It wasn't Nosferatu. If you know the name. Because we're not going to Google it. We could very easily. I know. It's the most easy thing in the world. And he was a bald guy. Yeah, he was one of those bald vampires. And I seem to remember he... I, I remember him as green, but he wasn't green. He was like gray, I think. Yeah, yeah. You he know, didn't like the, see the sun, you know. Right. Yeah, of course. He's, uh, if he goes that's out in the ba- sun, that's it for him. It's over. Basically, if you describe a vampire describing me, it's like, doesn't go out in the sun, perpetually frozen. Mm-hmm. Can't see yourself in the mirror. Drinks the blood of children. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let me see your teeth. Oh, they look okay. Yeah, like add likes iced lattes to that, and you're just describing me. Are you, uh, what, what if you were immortal? What would you do with that? Oh, there would be a pain in the ass. You think? Immortality. Yeah. You, I mean, like, I, I'm. Because think of how, how much you're going to have to change your clothing trends. Unless you just, there must be a period that you go through where you're like, that's it. I'm holding here for a while. And you just wear Victorian gowns until like <laughs> the 80s. I, I held in my Victoria gowns uh, stage for years. I know. Not well, years. It was more like 15 minutes. You but can pull was off around. a high neck shirt. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I've settled on a uniform. Haven't you basically settled on a uniform at this no, point? No, no. I'm, I'm I guess women don't trendy. do that. Women don't do that. That's no, because now thing. I'm like, I literally was like, oh, God, high-waisted jeans are coming back in. 
Oh, okay, I'll do it. Of course you'll do it. You'll if you're if you're if you're down in for a penny and for a pound, mm-hmm. you'll get those high waist. Did you like the high waisted shorts? I'm not a fan. I think they look silly. Um, it it creates a frontal wedgie situation for me if I'm going to be really vivid. Well, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's that's allowed. It's a safe space. I'm, I'm a long torsoed that, female. That's a. <laughs> It's complicated. You, the last thing you want is a frontal wedgie situation. <laughs> you don't want it. I mean, like, uh, did you ever do girls give each other frontal wedgies in school? Like that would the bullies. Be the worst, and yet that would be so effective. It would really whip uh, your your bullied people into that... the shape. Well, it's funny that we were you, the idea. You said that's for a listener. Well, we put it out there. Uh, myself and Zach Brown. Because bejesus came up, it was in a story. Beat the bejesus out of him. Oh, well, I, didn't, I was. I started talking about bejesus, and and it seemed like it was. It said it's an exclamation, uh, and I was like, well, where did that come? What's the origin of that of that shit? And I didn't know, so we just threw it out for listeners. And well, guess what? We got one. Pat, bejesus is Irish. <gasps> this comes from uh, Todd. He says, uh, oh no, no, this doesn't come from Todd. He, I was reading his closing. It says toodaloo. Oh well, if he's gonna, this if he knows the origin of bejesus, you bet you, you bet he uses toodaloo. Yes, he says uh, it's Irish. He says it's a blasphemous ejaculation, uh, which we don't use that the way that, that it's, it has sometimes been used because it takes the Lord's name in vain. Okay, it means by Jesus. And once you hear that, don't just go like, oh, wow, that's pretty obvious now. It makes so much sense. By Jesus, by Jesus, such as a person. Uh, from a from a less boggy uh, country, might exclaim. Who is where? This guy is clearly this not guy, from this country. He's from the UK. Oh, there yeah, you a, go. Le, a less boggy country, right? Yeah. He said uh, somebody from a less boggy country might exclaim, uh, "By Jove, by Odin, by God, or in the name of Allah," and it is less boggy in Saudi Arabia, Nigeria, places like that. Mm. Uh, but I didn't finish it. In the name of Allah. Boom. And that would be the complete. Wow. Yes, he wrote it out. <laughs> I say, if he's going to commit to doing that, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I will read it. And toodaloo to you too. Thanks for the message. We much appreciate that. I would have gone for a straight read of Lulu, Lulu, Lulu. We'll be back in one second. Hey, it's Pat Dixon. I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, you know what I enjoy about this show? No ads. This is kind of an ad, but forget that. Go to patreon.com slash patdixonnyc, and that's how the show keeps going, through contributions on patreon.com. Go to patreon.com slash patdixonnyc. Police have arrested a man for shooting out the windows of a Manhattan apartment building from across the East River in Roosevelt Island. Police say that on two separate occasions, 22-year-old Ferris Karoma fired a small-caliber handgun at the East 72nd Street building. Uh, Both incidents occurred within a couple of days, Thursday going into Saturday. Windows were broken on the 14th and 32nd floors. Bullet fragments were recovered inside the apartments, but no one was hurt. Surveillance video shows Coroma walking with a female companion along the shore on Roosevelt Island, and then the flash of a weapon being fired. However, that video probably wouldn't have been needed since he recorded and posted a video showing the crime on an IG account. That's the Graham uh, which has now been uh, deactivated, that account. He offered to turn himself in, and then he took his time. He eventually showed up. These young gunmen, they're not always the most prompt to turn themselves in. And he was arraigned in Manhattan Criminal Court. Karoma 
was charged with criminal possession of a weapon, reckless endangerment, and criminal mischief for firing into a building, and nobody knows why. He pled not guilty. He was released on $100,000 bail. Ooh. Joining me now, Aaron McGuire. Hey, Aaron. How you doing? I'm all right. The, the, you uh, come from Boston. I sure and do. And do people shoot into buildings there? If they get drunk enough, absolutely. It's probably not even a big deal. I would think that that's pretty much a weekly I mean, it's rule. like if you're shooting in a building, out of a building. But they weren't even inside a building. Uh, somebody uh, had, had sent this story to me. I'd already noticed it because it was on the front page of the Post. And he said it was a borough wars, but uh, <laughs> Roosevelt Island doesn't count as a borough yet. No, they, I'm it, sure that they want to defect and become. I don't. What is Roosevelt Island? It's man. It is Manhattan. Okay. It's uh, politically, it's Manhattan, and uh, it's a very, very, very small island. If you don't know that, is a uh, it's narrow, um, and it lays between Manhattan and uh, and Queens. Right there I'm in the sure East River. I'm sure they want to unionize. I'm sure that they want to become their own thing. I'm, I bet you they do. They want to be all independent and shit. They want to, they want to be emancipated and be like exactly. a real grunt. But they're nowhere near big enough. It only runs. Uh, it's about two miles. It's about the equivalent of 46th Street to 85th Street in Manhattan, and it's about two miles long, like I said, with a maximum width of just 800 feet. And didn't there used to be an insane asylum? I don't think it was on Roosevelt Island. I think that I think that you you might be. There's several islands around. And uh, we put the crazies on all the islands that surround our island, even well, we, though we have most of the crazies on our island. And then Rikers, you know, uh, of course, it counts too. Mm-hmm, put mm-hmm. the prisoners there too. But yeah. now they want to close that and they want to put different jails in all the boroughs uh, around. What, what? Surrounding us. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Why it, have we not thought about this before? Well, what you mean, surrounding us? It keeps us in. <laughs> You're talking about the idea of putting them around, uh, well, yeah. it, spreading them around in the boroughs. It just seems to me like I don't want a prison or a jail in my neighborhood. I don't think anybody does. That's why we have Rikers. Mm-hmm. I know the infrastructure's fucked up. I know that there's a lot of violence there. Fix it. If you can't control it in one Rikers, you can't control it in a bunch of jails around the city. In Connecticut. Yeah, Ship or wherever. everybody back up. Why don't you just, like... Here's the thing. Here's what I don't understand. This is like uh, getting back to, and I'll talk more about Roosevelt Island in a minute, but I want to I want to mention this. Court backlog is always a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like everything in court takes a long time. We were talking about jury duty before. Oh, yeah. It takes forever. So why don't they, I think they could speed it up with a really simple idea that if you post a video of you committing the crime <laughs> and you turn yourself in, you shouldn't get to plead not guilty. You're guilty. You know, We're going to go with what you said before. And then it goes right to the front of the caseload. Easy peasy. Yeah, you just take, okay, you, you plead guilty, you're guilty, give him a sentence, and go away. Yeah. It's like a plea bargain. If you, what is, it seems like that should be a plea bargain. But Your I mean, Instagram like, the, account. The bargaining is like pretty poor in that you <laughs> gave him up everything, you know. If you're proud enough to do that, to be like, look what I'm going to do now. God, you know what? I'm most impressed with his um, social media skills because I can't figure out the storyline on Instagram, much less do that and hold a gun at the same time yeah. and shoot at a building. Yeah. Well, you know what? He probably had his, his woman companion there doing it for him. Well, then this is what we had talked about a little bit. Was he doing this f- to showboat for this chick? Mm. Possibly. In which case we would have to arrest her, too. That's the ultimate She's the Tinder in, pitch. The indirect, yeah. Come and I'll, let's fire into to a building together. <laughs> no sex on the first day. Likes long walks and firing into buildings <laughs> on a, long walks. <laughs> a small caliber weapon 
Now, I would have thought that it would take a rifle to shoot across the East River and hit a window over on 72nd Street. That's pretty nuts. I know. I'm kind of impressed with the range of whatever this was. Yeah, it's it's like 1,400 feet all the way over there. I'm I, I am too. I didn't think that that would that they would be able to, but I guess. They they claim the ballistics uh, people. Oh yeah, you can be, yeah. you can do that. And anyway, who else are you gonna? Clearly, it's that guy. The guy didn't happen to like fucking. Uh, my hand flashed. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, like the video, I guess. But then I didn't see the Instagram video, so we'll have to see. Now it's it. gone. It's got to be out there somewhere. Well, I'm, yeah, maybe, maybe. I, well, the the accounts uh, deleted, but somebody must have pinched that video. Somebody, at least the newspaper knows about it. So now you do too. Uh, and now. His attorney said the usual stuff uh-huh. that people should keep an open mind about this till it comes out in court, and keep that's the an open mind. Open mind. I I mean, my theory know. is that he's on a date with this chick, and he was like, "Let's go just shoot some bullets into the air," not thinking that it was actually going to go to the other side of the river. Well, maybe. Again, this is this reminds me of my first date with my husband. I. I... Congratulations on I'm your... I'm so happy. So many years of celebrating marriage. Celebrating seven years next week. It's very... Uh, yeah, and you're celebrating it. That's I'm what celebrating. matters. Yeah, well, we're going to get some oozies. You're celebrating seven years. We've been married for 20. We're celebrating seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think what probably happened is that he was like, look, I got a gun. And she's like, Does well, you're not, you're not going to shoot it. Mm-hmm. Like, I will. You won't shoot at that window. Yeah, I will. So really, she's the mastermind of this crime. There's yeah. no question in my mind. And she's MIA now, isn't she? They can't find her. Oh, really? <laughs> no, she's gone. Like, did she's you read gone? about her? She's, she's like, just gone. Well, why? So they really are looking for her. She peaced out, yeah. Well, good for she her. She's like, I'm going on my next Tinder date. Oh. And But the, I think she slowly got away. Hit it and quit <laughs> it. Because, <laughs> kid, don't you just take that weird air train? But, that that tram. Oh right, the tram. That's the how you get to Roosevelt Island. From Roosevelt. Hard to get away fast, probably She's in the tram. She's slowly getting away yeah. on the tram. <laughs> <laughs> that thing I hear is pretty dangerous, but I heard it from somebody who used to work in uh, those like with ski shit. You know what I mean? Like the what do you call the the ski lift? Is that why all the Avengers and Spider Man and everybody always? I bet use I don't know the answer. <laughs> They're like the tram is a good target. The tram is a like, good target. Didn't they do like on some Spider-Man movie? I don't know. He was hanging from the tram. What part of me is signaling that I am into Marvel comics oh, uh, movies? I, are you really? I'm a wicked nerd. Yeah. Okay, you're a wicked nerd. I'm who's, a wicked bad nerd. Uh, you're a wicked Boston nerd. Mm-hmm. Who's your uh, favorite? Uh, you know, like do you like Fantastic Four? No, no. I was. I liked them as a kid. Batman, or is it just DC or just Marvel? Just Marvel, really. I'm way any Avengers movie that comes out, I have to see. It. Oh, you like the Avengers? Okay, I know I couldn't. I, I, never, think I never got into like them very much. Summer blockbuster movies. I think you just like sitting in a cool, dark place for two I hours. I do, because I'm a vampire. <laughs> I love spending $11 for a bucket of popcorn. That's what I love. <laughs> Roosevelt Island, like I said, is that narrow place. It's And you know how many people live on that last cent, the last census? Now, don't don't try to read. Okay. It's. You, do you want to take a guess? I'm going to take know? a guess. Okay. How many people on Roosevelt? Well, there are a couple of like high rises. I'm going to say 350. Wow, 350. Yeah. And any other guesses? Do you have a guess? Okay, too late. It's 11,661 <gasps> residents left. That's a lot of people on that little sliver. And it's less than a square mile? Less 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 than a quarter of a square mile. Where are they? Where are they? They're built up. Have you been over there? Never. 
Never been to Roosevelt Island. I've gone twice. What's what is it? What's there? Nothing, right? Um, they have a pizza place. I remember that. They have mm, like a little that, downtown. You, you gotta go to Roosevelt Island for the real New York pizza. This is gonna be the sixth borough. Get ready. Mark my words, I'm saying <laughs> not, it right it, now. It will never be a borough. It will. It's gonna try. It's it, it's not gonna grow up. It's, mm. It can never happen. If they can figure out the tram, they can make that a six borough. Okay. Well, doesn't there? But there's a train that goes there. Yeah, there is the, the M F. or the six, the F, There's right? Yeah, the F. You're right because I always M. think of it as Sixth Avenue, but it's the F. Yeah, yep, it does. In fact, uh, I was I sent. I remember one time I had a visitor when I was in New York here, very early when I came here, and uh, she was, uh, you know, she was one of those like uh, come in and have sex, and then like I don't have to really worry about her again type people, you know. And so she got on the train, and I go get off at. What did I say? At Roosevelt you Avenue. Said, I said get I said I said get off at Roosevelt Avenue. And she got off at Roosevelt Island because <laughs> she was trying to go to the airport. And then she had to come back. And I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, I got off at Roosevelt Island and didn't make it to the airport. No. Yep. I like that you the idea though of day. you sending all your ex girlfriends to Roosevelt Island. I said, Maybe that's like <laughs> ten thousand of them dated you. Wow. The Can 11, you imagine? 000. I haven't gotten to that many. <laughs> But I feel like I have. I no, I no, I don't send my uh, when I when I when I'm finished with a girl, I send her the uh, to Roosevelt. Island. I send her to the airport. When I'm finished, go to the airport. <laughs> They're local. I'm like, what are you talking about? I live in Brooklyn. Go to the airport. In the last, words I want you are, to fly away. And I'm done with you. Yeah, I'm done with. You. I mean, I'm done with you in a good way. <laughs> Friendly. But go to the island. It's been uh, known by a lot of different names. This island. It's been, it was started off as uh, Manahannock. Oh, that's too complicated. That was the Lenape, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm sure the way they said it, it was like poetry. And then it was called uh, Varkens Island. I uh, Varkens what Island Island. Now, people who live in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. Dutch people, will know what that means. Do you know what it means? Are you are you a Dutch person? It means Hog Island. Oh God, Hog Island. So maybe I should send you my ex girlfriends. Just there. gonna say this is all <laughs> playing into your storyline. Get your hog ass over to Roosevelt Island. I know where, where you, you belong. belong. Get to Hog Island. There's truffles out there. <laughs> now go root. Uh, during the colonial era and later, it was known as Blackwell's Island, and then it was known as Welfare Island. Oh, that's well, all you have to say. Used principally for hospitals from 1921 to 1973, so maybe you See, were right. See, so there there's a hospital on there. I remember because I walked by it, and I was like, that's terrifying, and they need to shoot more horror movies out there. Yeah, there are some creepy locations around. Uh, and then it was renamed, finally, Roosevelt Island after uh, a guy named uh, Fred Roosevelt. Not even one Not of Not even the... Franklin? <laughs> it's oh Frank- Franklin D. Roosevelt. I like the idea that FDR would be like, don't name that thing after me, no. but you can take it my cousin. Right, yeah. My cousin, cousin, f- my cousin Fred. Fred would love an island named after Well, you know, they just named uh, the, the renamed the Tappan Zee Bridge. I know, to the Cuomo. The Cuomo. It won't catch on. You don't think so? Because remember, the Triborough Tappan was Zee named is fun something. To say. Yeah, the Triborough is, uh, well, wait, Queensborough Bridge is actually the Koch Bridge. Yeah, but it's, it's still not Queensborough. Catch on. Queensborough yeah. Bridge still. 59th Street Bridge. Sorry, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one. Oh, yeah. But I called it the 59th Street but Bridge. But nobody calls it the Koch. Yeah. And uh, you're right. They name it shit, and nobody calls it no. that. We're stubborn. Why should we call it that? We've been calling know. it one thing, we're going to keep calling it that. Yeah. Thing. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, 1973. So it's been that for a while. Maybe there'll be another name soon when it when it becomes a borough. 
<laughs> what about Eleanor Roosevelt? Why can't even because she was too classy? Even she was like, please don't name that after me. No, name it after my girlfriend. She was too busy saying inspirational things. Whenever she was too anybody... busy munching on her girlfriend's crotch. Was she, she really? Yes. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. She was a huge lesbo. Oh, I missed this meeting. Yeah, she was. We had a meeting about it just the other day. Wow. And I was like, where's Aaron? And I was like, apparently not in the That's Eleanor a... Roosevelt is a lesbian. Well, we're going to have to go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, and he was cripple, you know, as you know. That's no big secret. But he well, didn't. Yeah. He, she handled most of the president affairs, most of the presidency towards the... I mean, she was... Kind of like the first woman president. I have a lot if you of consider learning that a woman. to do. See, yeah. this is what happens when you sleep through sixth grade. <coughs> well, yeah. Well, actually, I learned this in fourth. Oh, they well, said, did you guys know Eleanor Roosevelt? This is why Boston big is lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they we covered that. New York City Crime Report, Crime City News Break Report of Crime News from the New York Post. Saturday's paper story where a correction officer got shot in the head on his way to work in jail. He was only 27 years old, Jonathan Narain. He was driving a 2013 Maroon Honda Accord, AKA everybody's dream car. Well, drive the one you're with. Jonathan Narain had a late night, early morning run in with a motorcycle rider on 120th Street and 103rd Avenue around 1.45 after he stopped to pick up some food because he was hungry. They probably don't got good food places at Rikers. Uh, Jonathan had made a U-turn and there was an initial encounter with the motorcycle rider. NYPD Chief of Citywide Investigations William Albury said that's what you could see on tape. The motorcycle rider pulled up alongside the maroon Honda Accord and they talked for just a second. Shot him right in the temple. Nobody's ever planning on getting killed. Then nine times out of ten, it's a motorcycle rider shooting all the people over nothing. Nothing you can do about it. Motorcycle riders with guns. Police said he was wearing a black outfit. Not even the right reflective gear, which you need. So at night, it can be seen thinking about old times, looking back on its life. Most people say, well, if I would have known I was going to get shot like that, I wouldn't even gone to work at the jail tonight. But if the motorcycle rider has to come all the way out to your place, he's going to be pissed. He's going to make it worse. So you might as well just make it a regular day. Hope for the best. And just like Jonathan, you can volunteer for a blood drive and in the process do a valuable service for your community. The New York Blood Center is looking for volunteer ambassadors to greet and monitor blood donors at mobile blood drives. Contact Sharon Bonder, Volunteer Relations Coordinator, 516-478-5164. That's 516-478-5164. Or visit nycservice.org. Look around till you find... The blood thing. And be sure to check out crimereport.nyc. A 19-year-old ballerina has filed a lawsuit against the New York City Ballet, alleging that male dancers created a, quote, fraternity-like atmosphere. Hard to believe. I know. A bunch of fraternity, a bunch of frat guy ballerinas. Mm -hmm. What a nightmare. What a nightmare dude that is. I am a a ballet dancer, and yo, bro, I'm going to do some dancing. Hell yeah. I'm going to dance, like, uh, but I got to have a couple of brews first. Why do they sound like John Travolta? (laughs) Because they are frat guys. I I just can't hold my beer. I'm going to do a pirouette. I, I wish that we did voices at all. Do you do anybody oh, recognizable? God, yes. let's, 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 well, so, let's so be another, be a ballerina who's also 
a, a fraternity guy and do it in the voice that you do. Oh, is that God. asking too much? This is layered. This is layered in exactly. a sketch well, way. Exactly. Well, we that's why we get the best guests here. Oh man, I don't know. That's why we. I don't, feel like give me give me no a famous person. Well, who do you do? I don't know. Uh, who there's you no do. one specific I just do, except for maybe oh. Liza Minnelli, which would be kind of funny. Okay, let's hear that. There's a frat guy ballerina. Frat guy ballerina Liza Minnelli. Here we go. I've had a lot of downers, <laughs> but I've had more uppers. Now come over here and sit on my face after you do a couple fuerte turns. I have to take your word for it. It's so but yes, layered. you sound exactly like her. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That was comedy baklava. Well, layered. <laughs> a lot of lot of layers. Created mm-hmm. a fraternity like atmosphere in which they shared sexually explicit photos taken of her and other female dancers without permission. Well, if you ask permission, they might say no. Don't they understand that? I you're you allowed were to, No. <laughs> oh my you're God. allowed to share uh, photos. I can show people photos if I want to. Why can't Why can't I? I can't post it, maybe, but I can show it to a bunch of people. Wait, so they took pictures in the dressing room or backstage well, where just, everybody's changing. See, it says in which they shared sexually explicit photos taken oh. of her and other female dancers without permission. So they were taken oh. without permission. Oh, okay, that's different. Now you're getting into like, uh, yeah, that's bad. That's like you're spying and shit. Without permission. But if you're nude in front of me changing... And uh, you suddenly got the right to be like, well, this girl's nude. I got to get out my camera. Well, I deserve it. Yes. I have to look I've at this. I've earned this. I don't think they mind, though. I don't think they mind until you start posting getting things. down with the fraternity like atmosphere. I think that's I think it's the fraternity like atmosphere. She has a big problem. with. Yeah. Otherwise, she'd probably be cool with it. Which doesn't surprise me. Do you remember there was that show that came out a few years ago that was terrible? Yes. Oh, I do, yes. But uh, weren't you riveted by that? It's I don't like, know what you're talking about. Oh, I thought you were serious. Oh, I, <laughs> I hate you so much. No, I just, uh, you didn't mention the name of the show. I completely, because I forget the name of it. It was terrible. <laughs> what was it? It was about dancers at the ABT. There was like a Russian guy who ran it all. Oh, and I this was a television head. program in the United States? It was. Everything no good gets shows. one season. Someone is watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman, her name is Alexander Alexandra Waterbury, oh. described the ballet as a breeding ground, quote, breeding ground for the degradation of female dancers. Yeah. It was. I always thought of the ballet that way. It would be hotter if I did think of it that way. Mm-hmm. I go to the ballet about three or four times a month. Well, this is going to spark a whole new thing and, for Juilliard. And yeah. I prop up my feet, you know, and I say, what do you got? Let's see some dancing, you know? <laughs> and... And, and then, you know, and I'm generally disappointed because I really have an eye for this kind of thing. You know, like the sets are so important to me. They, and the music, of course, and then just watching them do their whatever they're doing. I love the ballet. I've never talked about this. Is this true? No, oh, I hate of you course so much. not. I'm sorry. Look at, I, I fall stop. for everything that you're saying. Now, here's something that is true, though. The Metropolitan Opera, they've had a sex scandal there, too, except it was gay. At least the ballet dancers are, you know, doing a traditional style. You would think that at the opera they would preserve some traditions, but maybe gayness is a tradition too there. I don't know. What's with cultured New York City and their sex scandals? Everything has a sex scandal. It's in Hollywood. It's here on Mm -hmm. stage. It's it's ballerinas. It's opera. It's the entertainment industry. The museums, I have not. You're right. They have museums, the art houses. Wait a second. Is a ballerina? Is ballet entertainment? Uh, Yes. It falls under entertainment. Absolutely. I would think it would be like falls under the arts or culture or something like that. And the entertainment is kind of like it's entertaining culture. 
Hmm. But I, I, you know, actually the opera story is interesting just because that's the most exciting thing that opera's ever produced. <laughs> have you ever been to an opera? I sure have. And which which have you seen? Oh, I can't even remember. I was. Have you cross-eyed. seen more than one? I think I've seen. I've seen two. I went to the English National Opera. I used to live in London, and I paid ten pounds, and I saw La Boheme. Yeah, that's a ten pound opera. It is a ten pound opera, and I sat way up with the gods, like way way high up. And and uh, I remember leaving after the first act because there's a weird culture with opera. I've seen a couple, and I've seen one at. Um, Lincoln Center. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's pretty standard that you don't see the full opera. Really? Yes. So usually if operas are three acts, people will stay for two, they'll leave after one. They'll it's show almost up like a C and B scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you and then you leave. You peace well, out like that girl in Roosevelt Island. Well that I believe. I do believe that. That it's, that, a, long that it's night. a C and B scene. Yeah. But, but I went also to an opera. like is it dying? It's of a course, dying art form. It's dead. What do you mean dying? It is dead. It's still functioning. It is on life support. It's like they have to, I'm sure they have to subsidize the fuck out of it because mm-hmm. like otherwise, how could you have a business where like we're going to do, okay, this is what we're going to do. It's <laughs> going to be, first of all, this. the worst singing possible. You're just not going to, and it's going to be in another language most likely, so you won't understand it. Plus, the story itself is dated, although we'll say it's timeless. The costumes are in the Trust me, you're going to hate every minute of it. And it's long as shit. And it's $160 for the cheap seats. And you have to wear a gown. And people are like, wow. Um, You've no, really I'm not sold going, this. I'm not going to go. Uh, they would never be able to make it. But, but people must go. They must. They well, must. I did. And but the performances probably cost more than they're taking in. Yeah, they get paid a lot of money. And yeah. they'll work like two yeah. days a week. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. That ain't working. That's the way they do it. I'm fascinated by you it. You sing your opera at the MET. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, now my mother is not, I like saying this online, my mother's not cultured. We're Boston folk. We're take simple. A, take that, ma. Middle you class. Cocksucker. That'll learn you. <laughs> not cultured. That's a- Yogurt is more cultured than my mother. But she wanted to see. Yogurt's very cultured. It is very cultured. Um, she wanted to see La Boheme at the Met. Just so, as like 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 that was her idea of yeah, like this would be a, a cultural kind of like a, like maybe a bucket list kind of thing. Yes, it was a bucket list thing, and I think it was because she liked she loves Moonstruck with Cher. Oh. and in Moonstruck, Cher goes to Lovell. <laughs> so she so she recreated Moonstruck. Step out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knew I was going to say that. I know. And I now... would have gone for the lesser appreciated. <laughs> Joey's got his hand. Yeah, you're right. It is less appreciated. I, I don't remember that movie that well. Oh, I loved that movie. But I remember it better than I remember the one opera that I went to, which was Barbara Seville. Oh. And that's the one that's Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. And that's all you remember. <laughs> I remember Figaro was the, yeah, that's exactly what I remember. Now, this woman here complaining about having pictures of her shared around. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and basically, the ballet, you know how it's become. It's just a breeding ground for the degradation of female dancers. If they change the name from ballet to the breeding ground for the degradation of female dancers, <laughs> you, they would do very well. Yeah, but they're going to have to get an acronym for that. Let's see. Breeding it's not, ground. It's not going to work. Waterbury uh, filed the lawsuit in state Supreme Court in Manhattan against both the company and her ex-boyfriend, 
You want to take it? Now, this is where I start to believe the frat guy connection. Chase Finlay. Oh, my God. Listen to the names. Chase Finlay. Chase Finlay. Nice to meet you. Alexander Waterbury. Yes. Chase Finlay. This is like Falcon Crest. Chase Finlay. (laughs) P.I. Yes. The name is Finlay. I can literally see the sweater around his shoulders. A principal dancer he is with the ballet. Uh, Well, up until last week when he abruptly resigned. He had enough. Finlay. He's out of there. Waterbury alleges that Finlay secretly took explicit photos of her and then shared them with fellow male dancers and donors. Donors? Oh. You shared them with donors? That's amazing. Keep it in the biz, my friend. You cannot go to... You you don't show them to the audience. Unless he was doing it for the good of the team. Oh, right. For the good of the company. (laughs) You mean like, look, maybe it was part of some uh, silent auction. Look, yeah, an extra 10K. Look. You help me out, and uh, and this is all while the company allegedly did nothing to stop it. Well, of course. I mean, look. Were they aware of it? You can't tell Chase Finlay anything. That's the other thing. They would say something like that. They did nothing to stop it. Did they know? They did nothing to stop it. (laughs) In one instance cited in the lawsuit, an unnamed donor to the ballet allegedly wrote to Finlay to suggest the pair buy, uh, quote, (gasps) like half a kilo of cocaine and pour it over the girls and just violate them. Oh, my God. I bet we could tie some of them up and abuse them like farm animals. This is not... That's a direct quote. That's a direct from quote. From a donor. From a donor to the uh, to the ballet. No. To the, I guess the New York City Ballet. The Is that what we said? Is that what it's called? Is it called the New York City Ballet? Or is it ABT? This is the New York City Ballet. Yeah. Now, <gasps> this is what he says. Once more, I'm going to read this quote one more time. He says... Uh, he, he, he wrote to Finley to suggest the pair... Him and uh, Finlay, they buy like half a kilo of cocaine and pour it over the girls and just violate them. I bet we could tie some of them up and abuse them like farm animals. Now, what what are you doing to farm animals? You're 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 tying up farm animals and raping farm animals. Is that what you do? And doing with cocaine? a line off of them or You're something. You're snorting coke off a goat? Again, You're layered. <laughs> this is layered. What that makes f- me want to grab my pearls if I were wearing them. Clutch them. Clutch them with all your might. Clutch them pearls. Uh, abuse them like farm animals. Why um, are we not finding this donor? And farm animal abuse is not a laughing matter, okay? I know. <laughs> Again. <laughs> that is against the law. <laughs> that, is a, that is illegal. Two other principal donors. Uh, now, we have, now we have some names. Uh... Two other ones. Oh, excuse me, not dance donors, dancers. Two other principal dancers: Amar Ramasar and Zachary Catazaro. That's a little more ethnic in New York mm-hmm. than Chase Finlay, but he's the ringleader. Clearly, that's the one that she dated. They were also accused in the lawsuit of engaging intimate, fo- uh, exchanging intimate photos of women with Finlay. What was going on so there? So it's these three principal dancers. Well, they just wanted, they were just like, like they had pictures of uh, nude women that they knew, and they're like, check this out. I mean, it seems fair. This is a frat. It is, it is fraternity like. It feels very, you know, alpha pie. You know how bag. it is in the ballet, it's a big boys' club. Apparently. Yeah, they just like, they can't stop. They can't grow up. You got to grow up, guys, at some point and realize that, you know what? You can't, you can't just dance your way through life. If you're going to show pictures of the other dancers naked, they were reportedly suspended without pay last week for having violated unspecified, quote, norms of conduct. Only suspended without pay, but they haven't been fired for this. Well, I guess there has to be an investigation. 
investigation. Wow. I mean, I would think, right? I mean, like they don't. This is just an accusation. In a Let's lawsuit. start with finding that donor. The farm animal one. Farm animal donor. Look, he just he, all he did was make a joke. I don't think that that's a joke. It's so detailed that you're like, "Ooh, that really happens." Well, I mean, yeah. You farm sound animals. like you sound like the jury that convicted uh, uh, cannibal comp Gil Valley or something. Who uh, yeah. he, he's <laughs> he's the guy. You remember the cannibal cop a few years ago? You no. were here then, maybe. No, I was here. Well, uh, back in two thousand, I want to say. 12, 13, it was a big story. It was on the cover of the Post a lot. They called him Cannibal Cop, uh, Gil Valley. Uh, you know what? I'm going to refer you to the podcast is what I'm okay. going to do. Because it is a doozy of a story. But he was convicted of basically thought crimes because of some shit that he wrote. And even though there was no way it could be true, they found him guilty of conspiracy. And he was about to be sentenced to, I guess, like a life sentence. The judge overturned it because he's like, this is bullshit. This is not what's going on. Guy was a cop. He lost everything he had. Now I've explained it, but okay. trust me, the interview with him is fascinating. And that's uh, going back. Look, if you go to crimereport.nyc, if you haven't listened to that much of the show yet, all these episodes are still good. I mean, there's a whole page on crimereport.nyc. That's like the last 60 episodes or so. But if you click listen, there's another whole page. And there's episodes going back. There's like 100 and some odd. I don't know, it's got to be 100 going on almost 200 episodes now. I'll let you know when it's been 200 since I've left the thing. Of course, we're to three heads or something all together. Long story doesn't bear going into, but listen to all that stuff whenever you like, because it's free to you. It wasn't free to me. It took a lot to make it, mm. but it is free for you to consume. Now, the company has denied condoning any misconduct and said it has taken the appropriate disciplinary actions for the dancers involved. They feel that's appropriate. Now, you're not running a ballet, so maybe... Yet. <laughs> well, what's what is going on? Yes, a sixth grade teacher. Oh, go right is into the lead. Of, this sounds fascinating. A sixth grade teacher is accused of groping a fellow educator at a Brooklyn public school. Ili Viota of Ditmas Junior High School, Kensington, tried to stick his hand down the woman's pants and grab her butt before fleeing. Cops said Thursday, the incident allegedly happened this week in the classroom. Oh, Viota had not been has not been apprehended as of Thursday evening. A school employee confirmed his teacher status. Oh my goodness! As did students. Oh, confirmed his teacher status. Yeah, that guy's a teacher. I'm telling you, I've seen him around teaching things. Yeah. See, so the fact we've learned that, a lot just today that like they had to confirm his status as a teacher. And if you look at the headline, it says by colleague in quotes. That's so the, the, the alleged colleague. Right. Yeah. And also, it seems like Fishy, a lot huh? of details of this are missing. Okay. So, okay. He so, runs into somebody else's classroom, grabs an ass, and runs out? Weirdly down her pants. That is, that's a lot of targeting. Like, that's a lot of work. I mean, for what? This feels almost like so a dare. Get, I think that what he probably did was put his hand on the back of her pants, inside her pants, and then he ran to wash his hands. <laughs> and then he just never came back. <laughs> He's like, ah, And then he I went on misjudged. the Roosevelt tram. <laughs> that guy. To uh, the Bay of Hogs. So what do you mean? Are you, are you saying she's making it up? No, I don't think she, oh, no. I think, um, I don't know. Doesn't it almost seem like, I dare you to go do that? 
I dare you to go run in there and grab her no, ass. No, that's I mean not among adults and not for your with your job on the line. I think she had a relationship with the guy of some sort. I mean like beyond a working relationship and he interpreted it as something more than it was. And uh so he put his hand on her pants in the back as they were embracing or something. Now, whether she liked that or not, I don't know. Whether she welcomed it or not, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. And then somebody saw her and them, and with that happening, and, and then she off. and then she's like, "Yeah, this is that was against my will. I didn't tell him to do that." Oh, this is an interesting twist. Yeah, okay. I think it was like that. Now, I mean, even if it was with her will, wouldn't you just be like saying, "I didn't tell him to do that. We were hugging. I thought it was just going to be a normal hug. Put his hand on my pants." I think these are some of the details that must be missing. That's, that seems logical anyway. You think so that he, they were hooking up and then she just they just got caught in a moment? It might have been. It might be pre-hooking up. It might be like an early stage of this little affair. Stick his hands down the woman's pants and grab her butt. In the back. Her. Grab her butt from yeah. down her pants. How do you get there? And she's a teacher, right? Yeah. And he's a sixth grade teacher. But how many? The idea that he had to be confirmed that he worked there by multiple people. Well, I think that they just uh, since they don't have his id. Since uh, did they give his name? What's his name? Eliviota, Eili. Maybe I L I. See, maybe he's a teacher's aide or something. I don't know. Sixth grade teacher. I see. I, it's it's sixth grade confirming teacher. confirming that he's a teacher is probably important in in terms of like. Um, is this guy working here? Right. Hmm. It's um like I don't know. There there must be How some do you reason not know, you know? Well, I mean I wrote by colleague. I think that what this is I think they do say, Oh yeah, they confirmed a school employee confirmed his teacher status, as did students. Okay. That's just you know, they made sure he was a teacher. He's a teacher. It's not just some dude, it's not yeah. a boyfriend or something. This is a guy who's a teacher. And I think the grope by colleague in quotes in the headline is just that. It's just one of those allegedly things. Mm-hmm. We accuse him of doing it. He was a colleague. We don't know the details yet. So he's not just some random ass groper who's right. like, I'm going to get off the streets, go into this sixth grade room and grab some ass and yeah. run and run. Run away as a, like the wind. Well, yeah. she, maybe she screamed or something. I don't know. You got to work real. It's how do you get hands down pants that quickly? Well, it just depends on what kind of pants. She's I was wearing. just going to say we need more details. Maybe Are these elastic band pants. They. I would. I would think that. I think they're fooling around. Got caught. She's blaming him. That. That's what I'm going mm. with. Uh, now in. Uh, let's see. The Bronx in the Boogie D. City Parks workers. They made a gruesome discovery Friday outside of Bronx Park, finding human remains. Believed to be those of an adult woman, best kind of remains. Two city workers stumbled across two plastic bags containing the body parts on the sidewalk near Cortona Park South and Franklin Avenue in Mora Senia. They found about 2 a.m. 2 p.m. rather. Uh, the remains initially thought to be those of a dog. Oh. Very similar. Very similar. The dead bodies of a woman and a dog. It's how easy small to get this them woman? Well, how big would this dog have been? I don't know. Maybe they found which bones did they find first? Great Dane. Probably the face. Mm. You know, I had a wife once. I've been married three times. My first wife. <laughs> I had a wife was, once. Yeah, a, a different wife who was uh, 
How would I describe her? She was very melancholy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Head like a melon, face like a collie. Oh. See, they thought the remains belonged to a dog, so uh, the medical examiner's <laughs> office is where you could identify the remains <laughs> and determine a cause of death. Probably rabies. No. I assume. On to a new crime. I hope my remains are not discovered in a park after I die. Oh, I plan on being cremated or stuffed and mounted. Okay. <laughs> I think stuffed and you mounted can, you is can the get, way to do. You can get stuffed and mounted uh, in in life. You don't have to wait till you're dead. Oh, I know. That's what it's called <laughs> marriage, stuffed and mounted. Yes. Um, yeah, but now there's so many things that you can do with your cremated remains. Yeah. There's so many options. I looked this up. Have they expanded this, really? Yes, because you know how this big trend was happening where you could be turned into a tree? This is Aaron McGuire talking. Yes, Aaron McGuire has a lot to say about cremains. Turned into a tree? Yes, you can be turned into a tree. This was trending a your few cr- years your ago. Your cremains can be turned into a tree. Yes, it's very green. The idea is that, well, I don't think that you get cremated. I think that they basically like fold you in half and make you into a pod. The pod is buried, and then eventually you sprout into a tree again. It's a very hippie way of an afterlife. Wait a second. You turn into wood? That doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? Mm. They bury you in a pod? They bury you, or they bury your remains. There's something to do with the organic matter, and you bury whatever that pod is, and that pod will sprout a tree. Did you read about this in a Harlequin romance? I'm surprised Possibly. I didn't I didn't create this. I'm so, so ridiculous. So what else can you do with your cremains? What do you want done with oh, yours? Oh, well, I have I have a couple different options. You can be made into a diamond, which is all a reason to gain weight because then you'll become a bigger diamond. Yeah, that's a if, if you're looking remains. for the right reason and excuse. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Usually wine, marriage alone is enough. What? Wine, you can be made into wine. In, made into wine. Mhm. Okay. Well, who would drink that? My husband. It's 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 alcohol. It's, I would Maguire. Do you like that? It's my mother. Drink it. Well, because and my friend had his mother made into a paperweight. Well, that seems pretty traditional. I mean, paperweights are the kind of things that uh, nobody really uses. I was going to say a useless artifact. Yeah. And be like, she is as she was in life, sitting on a Walmart circular. (laughs) A useless (laughs) artifact, and yet still more useful. Than, than the body. And still on sale at World Market. <laughs> what would you want? You know, did you know this? You can actually, and this is something that news or Mandy Statmiller, uh, com, told me that you can have your your cremains put into a dildo. <gasps> and, uh, and then that's where they are. And so you're still having sex with whoever. I, I suppose that wouldn't be for your mother. That would be for... You know, somebody you're dating or, or somebody you like who you wanted to fuck, I guess. You know, maybe if you. That's the ultimate could, could gift. Convince this person. Could you just send this to her uh, after you cremate me and put me in there? I want you to put me in a dildo and <laughs> send me to. I don't even know who the fantasy woman is I'm supposed to name. I know. Is that Tess Woman from the cover of Cosmopolitan, that pig? No. Did you see her? No. It's, it's enormous woman. She's a. I've seen. Now, plus size models usually see them and you go, they just look normal. What do you mean plus size? This is a fucking beast. Oh and it's, it's awful. It's just awful. It's awful that they're putting this. I mean, like, I'm telling you, people who don't normally say shit like this are saying it's awful. Really? So it feels good to be able to say it. Oh, you wow. Know? You're just letting loose. I'm like, hey, if they're saying it, I'm saying it. This was the best transition from dildo. <laughs> Have anybody be a model that you want. But I mean, like, uh, it's. I'm not going to say she's attractive. 
ever. I don't you think know, Kate they, Moss is attractive. Well, she's more attractive than this whopping whale of a woman. So, fireworks, wine, dildos, diamonds. I bet if I hit it. But fireworks, which I oh, think really? is like redneck. Oh, right. Yeah. That's, that's come shooting yeah. out like a, like a bottle rocket. Yes. Oh, wow. You're just okay. shoot me in the ass. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm getting excited about this. Stay down there. Suck. Oh, wow. You're just letting loose. Okay. Yeah. You are okay. very passionate about this. I guess. Oh, my God. I. I oh, yes. Here. Oh, that would be Look so effective. Shut it. I'm in disagreement with you on this. You see? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I think she's gorgeous. Look at her face. It looks like a female sex. No, part. I'm not kidding. Look at that. <laughs> what is that? Why? I'm not supposed to see that. That her her legs are coming together in a place where legs don't come together, and it looks like a female sex part. I'm in disagreement with you on this. Well, she's got a bit of an Adele. Hold on, face. That is a a particularly good picture of her face, but I'm telling you. Oh wow! Oh wow! That's you. You think that's See, gorgeous? Yes, okay. I do. I'm not going to say. I like this I burlesque. Refuse. I re. This is not even close to burlesque. Burlesque. This is two burlesque dancers. <laughs> she's enormous. What does she weigh? This one, kind of, but she's like, look, they've got her wrapped in one of these like fucking. Oh, what do you call I love these that. Um, bustier. A, a bustier. Man, she can't. She cannot or get her breath. Or a corset. Breath. She's in a corset. I guess this is what she would look like. Oh if wow, she they wasn't. doctored her. Oh my god. Look at that. See. That's what she'd be. That's scary. Who did that? People have too much time on their hands. Well. I'm one of them. She's got too much food on her plate. I'll, I'll fix that <laughs> in post. It'll be a fucking funny thing I just said. Look at this. Here she is nude. Or no. sort of. What is she wearing? Bathing suit. I don't see a bathing suit. Oh, there it is. It's okay. pink. Yeah, it blended with her enormous see, pink body. <laughs> Who is that that she has on her arm? Is that Ellie Mae Clampett? She has That's... a tattoo of Ellie Mae Clampett on her right arm. She has the whole... Is that she Mae could, West? She could put the whole Clampett family on there. Oh my God. And Miss Hathaway and Mr. Drysdale. And the same on her arm. The, her arms are enormous. Okay, enough said. I feel like it's not enough to just die now. Well, I mean, I'm not fascinated with this. We have to do something in our afterlife. Well, I, I don't know. Who gives a shit, really? You know what I mean? Like, we'll be so dead, it will not matter. <laughs> In the Boogie <laughs> D, a court appearance for an accused killer. Well, it turned all Jerry Springer show, uh, like Thursday, when the defendant's mom started yelling at the victim's family. Can you imagine? Yelling at the victim's family, and she got kicked out. This is the, the, the victim's, uh, excuse me, the accused's mother. The mother of the of the yes. accused, because when you go into court, they you know you have to pick a accused or victim, mm -hmm. and then you uh, you have to pick chicken or fish or, or beef. Now stop starting trouble, Tijuana Graham Wheeler, the mother of Daquan Wheeler, who allegedly killed Lisa Marie Velasquez, twenty five Velasquez. That's what she yelled at the victim's family before being escorted out of court. Stop starting trouble. At a girl. <laughs> So the, Way to hurt the victim's family. I like that what she yelled didn't discount what her son had done. She didn't stand up and say he's innocent. She didn't stand up and say he didn't do it. He, she no, stood like, up and she was like, just stop causing problems. She stood up and said, you started it. <laughs> the outburst brought uh, Velasquez's aunt, 
Jacqueline Perez. I, why all these names are not necessary? But the aunt started crying to tears. She stood silently awaiting the defendant's arrival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's 30, a lot of hyphenate names in this. That 30, <laughs> 31-year-old Wheeler, with the help of girlfriend Ciara, uh, Ciara Martinez, 30, allegedly beat the last quest to death with a hammer before chopping her up, placing her body parts in multiple bags discovered in two separate parks over the past two weeks. Graham Wheeler claims... <sighs> Her outburst was sparked by something said by Velasquez's relative. She said something, I don't know what, but she's got to stop starting shit. My son is a piece of shit. My son is <laughs> Deal an Deal with asshole. it, your daughter's dead. This is awful. That he went oh, to, I mean, the, aunt, to niece, the works, whatever. like he went to the mat to, to separate all the bits and pieces too. I don't understand why, like what's the crime here? The crime is that he killed... Oh, right, with a and hammer. dismembered. He dismembered an individual. And was caught and accused of being... At, but this is a victimless crime. Is, isn't this a victimless crime? Isn't it, though? <laughs> well, ask the girl whose arm is in a bag. She can't talk anymore. Velasquez no. was beaten to death with a hammer Jesus. before being shot. Beaten to death with a hammer. That's really awful. I mean, but the thing is, you know, if you're getting beaten to death with a hammer, most likely, you know, where do you start if you're the guy? And, and how? In what manner? It's, you have a it's hammer. The same thing with the ass grab. You go right to the ass. <laughs> you go to the. You go for the ass, and Pull, then you go from there. Put the hammer down her pants and try to. You can't get a good and swing that way. And then flee. And then flee, like Thor. What would Thor do? You probably find yourself asking. I this ask a lot. myself that every day. Yeah. WWTD. What would Thor do? Isn't Thor in the Avengers? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. He's hot. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah, so I don't you usually like? go for a beefcake guy. Yeah, but I'm oh, I'm into all that. those romance novels. It's a Hemsworth. You must be like really into into what I'm laying down here too. If you like that beefcakey <laughs> shit, you're like, man, I cannot, I can barely control myself. It's like with Hemsworth this stud. and Pat Dixon <laughs> are just equals. What did you say, Hemsworth? It's a Hemsworth. He's a. It's Chris Hemsworth. Oh, the type of art. Yeah. No, oh, no, a be. type of art. Like the uh, he's the artist. So it's like a style. <laughs> yes. What is it? A style? <laughs> yes. It's like a Picasso, but <laughs> Right. He's the artist, right? I but got with it. abs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It's like it looks like a cover of a of a romance novel. Yeah. Yeah. So these complaints that my friend posed in. What was I saying? More than a thousand allegations of sexual abuse and harassment of inmates in city jails have not been fully investigated. Did you know Surprising. this? Surprising. Yeah. It's the these should be last on the list. Yeah. By, by, you know, although harassment of inmates in city jails. Well, it, does that go inmate to inmate? Is, yeah. Isn't this just standard? I mean, it, it, well, it could be guards. Just for dropping soap jokes. Yeah, including 21 cases dating back to 2015 that they haven't even investigated, have not been fully investigated. Well, look, you know... You're in prison. It sucks to be in prison. I hope I'm never, ever in prison. Not even just because of the rape, but because of the <laughs> lack of freedom, you know, and, like, just the... It just would not be for me. I feel like you'd be an Andy Dufresne. You think I'd, I'd manage some sort of a big bust? Look, first of all, I don't know anything about math or accounting, so I'd be kind of fucked on that deal. and be like, you know, uh, I can help you out with your books by telling you some jokes, maybe? <laughs> All right, wise guy. I go to three thirty on my math SATs. I would be so screwed. What's three? Is three thirty good? I never took the you SATs. You get two hundred for writing your name. <laughs> How did you not take the SATs? I never took them. I don't know. I think it was optional. 
What? When the hell did you go to school? 1890? Uh, yeah. Oh, you look good, though. Thank you. I went to school a long time ago. <laughs> good enough. But let me ask you a question. Do you remember Zoom? You're from Boston. <laughs> You know, I never, it was a little bit before my time, but I know, <laughs> I know of it. I'm triggered. But I never, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Yeah, you knew of it. You never watched I it? I knew of it, but it was not. Send it to Zoom. They would sing it? Yes. See, I don't know any of this. I got to go back Zoom, did you, yeah, well, it's not really that important, but. Ready to If go you remember Zoom, life. write me at patdixonnyc at gmail.com, patdixonnyc at gmail. Tell me about your Zoom experience. Would love to hear it. <laughs> me too, since we're reading emails here today. Let's see here. Here we go. Big fan. <laughs> well, okay. I'm going to answer a question. Go for it. And uh, this is from Jephtha, who um, writes just to ask me this. That sounds like an Amish name. It's not. It's uh, He lives in Montreal, so that should say it all. Oh. Montreal is why he's got a little bit French or something. Okay, he starts off, he says, uh, I'm a 23-year-old man living in Montreal. I lived here all my life, never traveled outside of the province. This province doesn't want to leave its history behind and only learn one language, no. Instead, we need to learn both French and English, especially French. Hmm. Me being an idiot, I still haven't learned a lick of French. <laughs> I know some words. But I couldn't keep a conversation going, so I failed French class in high school. That's too bad, and I, and I didn't have enough credits to graduate. Even worse, not getting to graduate because of this snotty, snobby language. Do you speak French by any chance? No. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I took Latin, a dead language. Yes, that's the kind of tank. Mm-hmm. It's like fucking a. It's like fucking a corpse, isn't it? To learn a dead language. It helps Similar. with crosswords, and that's pretty much it. I know some words, but I couldn't keep a conversation going. Like I said, so he feels like a total loser. I feel like feeling like a total loser. I stopped speaking to every one of my friends after graduation, making myself a total social recluse, and having no friends and having no social life. So now I work at a minimum wage job where I don't need to know French, but I'm saving money. Hmm. Uh huh. Because if you don't speak French and you don't have any friends. Fuck, what are you going to do with your money? Quebec is a nice place, but the French really like being the dominant language here with only French traffic signs. In an example, arrête, and by law, your sign has to have French font three times bigger than English. Mm. Uh, even the emergency directions in the metro, the subway stations, they have to be three times larger. So, arrête, what does that mean? Stop, maybe? I think so, yeah. You, well, it's, it's a big red sign with four letters well, whatever. You Context clues. So that can uh, lead to serious incidents or accidents. Well, I think you'll be okay. I, I will say that I wouldn't worry about confusion over the direct. I, I just follow the crowd. You know, they'll know. What did but, you say that <clears throat> caused him to write you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining. Like, oh, I, I, okay. I see one thing that I do is I offer interpretations here. Oh. If somebody says something to you that's confusing and you don't know what they meant by it. And it could have been said to you at any point in your life. It could be something that you just find mysterious, a quote, but preferably something that someone said to you and you're like, what the fuck do they mean by that I'm talking about? It could be your mom, your boss, could be your bookie. It could be your travel agent. Mm-hmm. If you still have a travel agent, it could be that. It, maybe it's something that somebody said to you in grade school that you're like, I never did really give it much thought. What do they mean by that? I know. I know the answers and I'll tell you. Oh. I'll be happy to explain it. Interpretations... My specialty, but this is not an interpretation, this okay. is advice, which we also do. 
Now, uh, he says, uh, that can lead to serious incidents. There are more and more socialist communist tags on the walls and glued posters on poles. Posters on poles. Advertising communist rallies here is really annoying. Well, there's nothing more annoying than creeping communism. On my work commute, I cross a bridge every workday, and on it is glued a small poster that has all Arabic writing. It's clearly for communism, socialism, not making that up. I was glad to see that someone at least tried to take it down, however, failed to tear it off creating a small tear at the top only, all very surreal. Anyways, basically what I'm wondering is if you think it's a good idea to get out of this province. I don't know French. I don't have ties here, no friends, only family. I could restart. As someone who moved from somewhere down south to New York, maybe you could give me tips. Is it a good idea to even leave in the first place? Is this, if, if this is an interesting or a good question at all, you can use this and my name freely if it makes it to the show. Hmm. So it's pronounced Jephtha. My bad, Jephtha, not Jephtha. My bad, Jephtha. So there we go. That was his question. Should he leave? Okay. I say yes. I don't <laughs> see why you wouldn't. The short answer, go. Pack your, your shit right now. And when you're not packing, look online for a place to go anywhere, really. I, I think I got a little more specific in the advice that I returned to him via email. So maybe I'll hit some of those points. Uh-huh. But I would say this. First of all, uh, I was halfway done. I wasn't even halfway done reading it. The thing was like, yeah, you got to go. Why, would, why are you still there? How would he not learn French? Does he live there his whole life? Am I making this Live there his whole life. And never, never left the any French? Well, I'm sure he absorbed some, but maybe they spoke mostly English. Oh. My thoughts on it is that probably it's not something strictly speaking you need. Okay. It's a secondary language they force you to learn to preserve their culture. Oh. And they go, well, and then they have these snobs, like in the city council or whatever, who go, yeah. no, we want French to be three times the size. It has to be the first thing you read, you know? Yeah. That's how, I, that's how they talk in Ontario. I heard about that in Canada. Not dissidents. That's not the word I'm looking for. It's, Dickheads is the word. There you go. Yeah. They, they, they want to make it... Uh, all French. All French. And to make it, like, even though, like, I bet you... You know, there's probably those people who go, oh, I don't speak your language, but you clearly do. Uh, But there's, it's English. I mean, like, English is like, uh, it seems to take over. So, like, what's the problem? If you're insisting on speaking French, first of all, if if you're mandating it as an absolute requirement, that means means it's propped up. You know what I mean? That means it's like, it's not something people just naturally know. So I think that this guy... Is not stupid. I don't no. think he's an idiot. I think what it is is he senses this and rebels against it. It makes it impossible to learn something when you're that angry about yeah. and resentful about having to do it. Like, wait a second, I don't even need to know this shit. This helps me in no way. And now you're made just to preserve your fucking fuck you. You know, it's required. And I, and I think that like he just he just rebelling inside. I, I buy that. I can't imagine if somebody were to come into New York and be like, and now. Unless unless they were like, everybody speaks Latin, I'd be like, yes, finally, <laughs> it's my time to shine. Even when Latin was the language, did they speak it? Four years of Latin I took. Four years. Well, okay, speak some Latin, by God, you can do I that. I can't remember any of it because I drank <laughs> all those memories away okay. in college. Okay, well, uh, here, it was easier for me to move to New York City than it would be for this guy to leave town because mm-hmm. this guy has never been anywhere. And I'd been all over the country. I've been in 40, I've, I've performed in 46 states. I've been to, I haven't been to Alaska or Montana or maybe like Vermont 
or something, <laughs> or West Vermont. I like that you made Vermont almost seem as random as Alaska. Alaska's not easy to get to. Vermont's pretty easy to get to. Yeah, but I mean, why? You'd have to really try. Ice cream. Vermont. It, you've traveled some, right? Yes, a and lot. And you left Boston to come here. Oh, yeah. I've lived a did you, bunch Did of you come because your husband of your husband's work? No. I've come because of me. Because You've this come, is where my I've come I've because come, of me. <laughs> I've arrived in New York for I, me, this is and not I do to him. I sound. I never in my life had a Boston accent. Oh, because you have that. Yes, transatlantic. Transatlantic. Yes, I, I always get if it wrong. If you hear my father talk, he sounds like a hooligan. He sounds like every guy in The Departed, and I sound like I've just been dropped into a 1930s film. Well, clearly it's because you. Deep down, want to sleep with your dad. I mean, oh. I, I, how, how do I? <laughs> oh, I need a Silkwood shower now. All right, one Silkwood shower coming up. Look, uh, do definitely Jeff. The uh, you know, it, you should. It sounds like you want to move. You know, I'm going to tell you to move. Well, why would I tell you otherwise? You must uh, at least go on a trip. Go on a trip. Yeah. Go, go, leave the country, leave the province for the first time in your life. I feel like it's the boy in the plastic bubble a little bit. Yeah. Remember that movie? And With he John was like Travolta. stuck in a bubble and he's like, oh, Jesus, I can't get out of here. <laughs> Mr. So Kata, I'm stuck in the bubble. <laughs> and then he gets out and he's like, oh, well, beautiful. And you can touch things. And then like he drops dead. AIDS. So, you know, don't let that happen to you. I don't see why he wouldn't move. Also, because he does, it does, sounds to me like he has no opportunity for a career or to make money. Money. And first of all, definitely a ceiling. He needs to cut off the second half of his name. I think you need to assimilate, call yourself Jeff, go to Montana. That is, well, I don't know about Montana, but that first step, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Anywhere you go, Jephthah is going to be a problem. Unless he moves to Amish I can't country. It didn't even occur to me, yeah, that, that Jephthah is going to, like, yeah, just, you're Jeff now. He'd blend right into Jeff, we're going to call you Jeff for the rest of this thing. Jeff. Let's listen, Jeff. You might want to go ahead and just leave, just get rid of those two Fs, too. Yeah. Well, I was going to say he should move. Just be Jeff. I don't know what it is to move from Canada to America right now. He clearly now. wants to move to New York and be my best friend. Well, naturally. That, that's what he's But stay in. where you can get health insurance. Don't come here. Oh, please. Don't live, don't live your life based on health insurance. Don't listen <laughs> to your mother. So that's a bad idea. That's free health care. But, but when see, you're that what age. About if you stay in Canada and you just get out of there. Well, start with that. Leave the province. But I just feel like now, yeah, get out of out of Ontario, where Montreal is, and go someplace where they where they where French isn't a thing. Toronto is awesome. But you still got a queen anywhere you go, man. Canada sucks. I'm sorry. Oh, Canada is look, filled with nice people. My brother lives in Canada. He you know, whatever, dual citizenship or something. I have relatives there, uh, you know, that that are with him. But I'm just not a fan. Really? In general. I don't like Justin Trudeau. <gasps> Please. We, You and I were never going to get along. That man always looks like he just walked out of a pool. Wow. He's very pretty. That's 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 a damn good reason to vote for yes, him. Yes, exactly. And you, you know what? You've made your point. You know what? I would rather get bad news about if somebody's going to take health care away from me coming from Justin Trudeau. Okay. I guess I can see that. Yeah. But uh, people do have... He, he sounds really mentally... Disabled. He sounds as if he's maybe just had a stroke. Well, that's the French, and it yes. all comes back to this. So listen, Jeff, at least take a trip to, say, uh, Toronto, maybe? Or, I love uh, it. Yes, Toronto's look, awesome. Montreal's not that far away, is it? From here. It's like three hours drive or something once you, once you get across the state line. I don't really understand 
the geography. geography. I thought it was to the left. I thought that we were talking. <laughs> That's why I said Montana. It's to the left. Wait. Well, Montana's way the fuck over. Yeah, because we Montreal's forget that not Canada on the other runs side. the whole border. No, Vancouver is way over there. Is that what I'm thinking yeah, of? Yeah, Montreal's much closer. What a weird, and they just want to speak French in that zone. And I know exactly why, you, why you're not aware of that, because when we grow up, right, they have a, a, a map, and it had all the states, and then above that it just says Canada. It is, and there's no... They don't clarify any no, of that shit for don't. us. They I don't, don't teach us about provinces. We don't care. No. We, go, what, what do we, we ask, what is that? Don't worry about it. You don't know what I'm Now, listen, Mondays at 8, you need to tune in. Mondays at 8, that is uh, what you would call a crime report, and it's here on Compound Media, compoundmedia.com. Subscribe. You'll love it. You'll be watching me, and it's not a lot of money. You get, like, nine shows. There's a lot of programming. I mean, hell, you'll get four of them just to me. Maybe five sometimes if you're lucky. But if you were, like, buying programming, right, and you had, like, five hour to hour and 15-minute long shows, mm-hmm. and let's say it was $8, you go, wow, that's a pretty good deal. I mean, you know, if you're a fan of the thing. I don't do math, and I know that's a good deal. Yeah, so just for me alone, it would be a pretty good deal. So if you do sign up, make a big deal about how it's for me because, like, listen, they don't think much of me here. You have to, like, help me out. I need, like, the money, whatever. I mean, you know, I would almost pay for your subscription if you would just uh, do it and watch it. That's how that's how much I believe in it, and I think you would like it, too. Of course, this is, is free, but you can go to patreon.com slash NYC if you'd like to, like, if everybody who listened chipped in, like, a dollar a month, which is the lowest level that you can tr- contribute, a dollar a month, I would be, as we used to say down south, Shitting in high cotton. Uh, Aaron oh McGuire. God, I want that phrase so bad. You can hey, use Jeff it. can send that money, too. I don't know what the conversion rate is in Canada. Something. Uh, by the way, language is for communication, so don't get caught up in all that pretty stuff. Uh, and uh, look, here's here's one thing I did tell him, though, and this is this is very important, because this is why, as you're making plans to leave, Jeff... I can promise you one thing, and that's that you'll fall in love. It's an immutable law of the universe. You'll be thinking about things like getting your life to get where I'm going and all that hope and anticipation. Women love it. It's catnip. <gasps> it's contagious, and they will, like, glom onto you, and you'll find yourself, you'll fuck this girl 12 times and be like, well, I guess we have to move in together, and now you're there. You're stuck in Canada. Yep. We look for ways to, to, to build a cage for ourselves. Ooh, because really, a lot of people are, you know, kind of worried about possibilities and anxiety about finding out, like, what could happen. It's easier to just go, well, I can't do that because this is the way I live my life. It's easy. I'm not going to take any chances. Take a chance. Get the fuck out of uh, Ontario. And if you meet this girl... Run screaming. Just fuck her until you leave. And if she wants to come with you, you can take her. That's fine. If she doesn't want to go, leave her behind. Look, and if she gotta, speaks French, <laughs> then she's not involved with you to begin with, Jeff. Let's face it. <laughs> but uh, also, you know, look, I'm not saying you have to be mean to her, but yeah, you got to leave her behind. You can't live your life to make somebody else happy. Wouldn't you agree with that, Aaron McGuire? You Ask my live, husband. You it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live to make him happy. You can't. I, I, I guess I, I don't know exactly how it works. We have other stories that we. Ran out of time for, and we'll get to him another time. Even butt uh, grab slap on officer. <laughs> <laughs>
Another butt grab. You like the headlines. I do. I really love a good headline. Including a, uh, a in violent Brooklyn, a subway stab. Oh, that's a little good subway stab. Right in the face of an old guy, And too. I like bus attacked in Brooklyn. Yeah. Not a bus attack, but bus attacked. What would be a bus attack? Exactly. Well, the bus like attacks somebody people? attacks people on a bus. We'll keep But talking. the way this sounds is like the bus got attacked. And that's exactly what happened. All right, Aaron McGuire, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Is it over?